Hello and welcome to Bird Fans Forever, num episode number 52. Today's guests are Jenny Cabas Fuente. From, she played volleyball from 1998 to 2002 and a new member of the ISU Hall of Fame, class of the 2024. And we also have Emily Cabas Cowton. Hopefully I got that right, uh, 2002 to 2005. Remember, follow us on YouTube. Please hit the subscribe button and please give us a thumbs up uh, for audio version of the podcast. You can get that from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Audible, the name of you. Hello and welcome to Bird Fans Forever, episode 52. I have the Cabas sisters. They're going to do their own introduction because we all know how well John's going to do pronunciation of last names. So, Jenny, we're going to start with you. Hi, I'm Jenny Fuente. Emily? I'm Emily Cowton. <laughs> okay, awesome. They played from 90, Jenny, 98? 98, right? yes. 98? Two shoulder surgeries. So I played two shoulder two, surgeries, okay. Yeah, I played two years, then red shirt, and then played two more. So I finished in 2002. And that's how, and then and we that's met how up. you end up playing with your sister, right? Yeah. Emily, because you started in 2002, you're in the 2002 season, and you played a 2006. Correct, yeah. Correct. So, fun fact, Emily first job out is at Grove Elementary. It is my son's kindergarten teacher. So uh, besides getting to watch Emily and Jenny play uh, volleyball, she became my son's teacher. So, okay. Um, and as far as we know, in all the research we've done, I've talked to Tom LaMonica and SIDs. You are the only two sisters, whether on a field or on a court, to ever be on the same surface at the same time. So a neat little fact, I don't know if you guys know oh, that. Um, there has not. been two sets of brothers play football together, but that's the only other sport that has done that. So a very cool honor for both of you two. All right, so how we start Bird Fans Forever, how'd you get to ISU? So Jenny, we're gonna have you go first. Okay, um, I didn't start playing volleyball until like seventh grade. Nowadays that is rare. Um, got into club volleyball then my sophomore year. I didn't really know that I was going to play college volleyball or how good that I was or good enough to play college volleyball. And growing up a townie, I thought I'm going to go anywhere but Illinois State. Like I'm going to go far away, anywhere, like everything <laughs> sounds awesome. I'm going to do all that stuff. So, um... I was recruited, um, was just my senior year. Recruiting was not as advanced time-wise as it is now. So I took all of my official visits, five of them, and then I also tacked on several more to probably drive my parents crazy. So I visited a lot of schools and just said to myself and everyone, I want to see all of these places before I decide. So. I had them all lined up and thought, I'm going to go here, 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 and here, and then I'll decide at the end. Um, Illinois State. And where were those locations? Well, um, I went to Kansas. I went to uh, wow. 
Miami. I, I can't even remember now. Emily, do you remember where some of the places I visited? <laughs> Clemson. Did you go to Clemson? North Carolina. San Diego. Um, yeah, I can't even remember. They all blend together now. Like, that would be something cool that I probably <laughs> would want to say how what of a great recruit I was, but it doesn't matter anymore. So... Um, Illinois State didn't <laughs> recruit me until later on. They didn't show a lot of interest. Um, Coach Julie Morgan kind of said that she didn't want, um, it was kind of a touchy balance to recruit local athletes because a lot of people mm-hmm. probably wanted interest, but she didn't want to show interest if she wasn't for sure interested in that person playing. So they were not on my radar right, until right. later. Um, so I went on a visit there and really the fans and the support, um, was a big deal for me. I thought I had been to these other places and there was a couple hundred people in the stands and I thought, man, if I'm going to play college sports, it would be cool if a lot of people were interested in it and liked it and cheered us on. Um, and so it worked out that I chose the school that was like two or three miles from my parents' house, and I visited, I think, six or seven other ones. So I took them on a wild goose chase, and I'm the oldest of four, so there was also younger siblings, and I'm sure my parents were wondering how they're going to make that all work. But that's kind of my recruiting story. I was the townie that didn't know she wanted to be a townie. So. And now live in Dallas, so you're not even still a townie. So. Yes. Yep. Correct. All right, Emily. <laughs> how did you get to ISU? Um. Well, I got to sit in on all of Jenny's visits, and back when Jenny was getting recruited, they would do official visits. So all these coaches came to our house, and my yeah, mom was like yeah. preparing huge meals for them. And <laughs> I was what, like an eighth grade or something, and I would just sit and listen to all of this. So it was kind of fun. I had a front row seat before I even got recruited. Um. But I played club like Jenny, and I had interest. Um, I knew I probably didn't want to go as far. I took visits to Indiana, University of Kentucky, St. Louis U, Western Kentucky. um, And it was between Western Kentucky and Illinois State. And Jenny and I are four years apart in school. So when I was a freshman in high school, she was a freshman in college. So we weren't necessarily super close. Like, we got along growing up, but we weren't necessarily super close. So having her at ISU was kind of something I thought, oh, that would be fun, but it wasn't for sure my deciding factor. Right, no offense, right. Jenny. <laughs> I thought it would be fun. And we, we became super close once I went to ISU, but I really enjoyed Western Kentucky. I loved the coach there. He ended up, he was, he's been there forever. Um, but I have wanted to be a teacher since I was little. Um, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. And so um, it was hard to say no to a great education program and then a great volleyball program. And yeah. I loved the coach. And so it kind of made my decision easy. I do remember my mom, us driving back from one of my visits in Kentucky and she's like, you're gonna stay awake this whole time. So you know how long it takes to get back home to us. So um, I ended up loving my experience there, but yeah, a couple of reasons why I chose Illinois State, the volleyball and the academics. All right, so next question up. So Jenny ends up getting hurt 
But you're going into your sophomore year or your junior year? Uh, into my junior year. Into your yeah. junior year. All right, so that will cause you to redshirt. I'm also a redshirt, medical redshirt. And then that will lead you to play with Emily. So what happened there? And when you had the surgery on the shoulder, did you know you were going to be out for the whole year? Or did they just talk about sitting out and, and not rushing back? Um, after my sophomore year, I just I had a lot of pain. I had some injections we tried to do everything uh, surgery was kind of the last resort and then had shoulder surgery um, my labrum was torn the cartilage around uh, my shoulder uh, when they went in for surgery i think they tried to just scope it it was not in good shape so they uh, made an incision and they said my shoulder just fell out of socket when they released the capsule. So it was a little bit worse than they thought. Um, that was the end of my sophomore year. So I thought I would for sure have that off season and hopefully be back. Um, but it never, yeah. yes. Um, I was just still having issues once I had, you know, gotten all, finished with the rehab. Still having issues, still having issues. Um, we got a second opinion, and I went to another doctor in Indianapolis and had surgery again. Um, I think that was my junior year, or maybe the summer of my junior, in my junior year, so I knew obviously I was out for that year. I tried to travel with the team. I remember flying um, on the small planes, and it was so much pressure in my shoulder, I just, I couldn't even travel anymore. So I was really just out of the loop, not with the team, like wishing, it was really, really hard. I played as a freshman, played my sophomore year, so it was very hard to be out that year. So um, Emily and I are now then closer together to playing. So we were four years apart and now she, um, my fifth year would be now her freshman year of college, which was still not in the picture. We hadn't really even talked about being together. Um, again, I was in college, she was in high school. Um, we were kind of living two different, you know, two different stages of our lives at that point, so. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. And like we talked about off air, right? Uh, playing sports in college is more time consuming than actually having a job. Yes. Right, between education and the amount of time and video and that, I mean, it, yeah. Uh, so, all right, so I'm assuming you're living in an apartment and Jenny that, or Emily, that means you're gonna be going into the dorm. Yeah. Is that what ended up happened? Yeah, I lived in the dorms <clears throat> my freshman year, made my best friends of my life in the dorms. My college teammates were all getting together this weekend, actually. Um, where you guys Chicago. doing are you going to Chicago very yeah. cool I loved the dorms it was like a sleepover with your best friends every night so I, I had great teammates loved them and um, had the opportunity to play with Jenny and actually right before my freshman year Jenny and I play the same position we're both middles um, and right before my freshman year our position coach Jenny Jones ended up taking a job somewhere else and it was right before season right Jenny? right right yes Yes. And so I, it was almost too late. Like they couldn't get another, they didn't hire for that position. I think there was a hiring Maybe freeze at Illinois State. <laughs> and so they had to wait to hire someone. But yeah. So Jenny did not probably need a position coach as a fifth year senior middle. Um, 
I most definitely did. <laughs> I needed a position coach. And so um, Jenny became my position coach, actually. She was such a great athlete that she played all the way around, which not very many middle hitters do that anymore. Right. Where you, she served-received and plat passed and played defense in the back row, which is one wow. of the reasons she's in the Hall of Fame. But um, yeah. she's a great athlete. So she was playing. We played opposite of each other. So like when she was in middle back, I was in middle front. And so she coached me throughout the entire game. Like she talked to me during the play, in the middle of the play, telling me what to do and what to be able, you know, what I should be seeing and things like that. So probably I got more coaching than I would have <laughs> having an actual assistant on the sidelines. So it was super, super fun. We bonded pretty quickly um, my freshman year because of that. And then she went on to be a graduate assistant and uh, my official coach that's the rest of my playing career so was there no other middle hitters do they only do you invite and i'm a basketball player so please forgive my ignorance is there do they carry more than one two or three middle hitters or yeah well only two are typically playing in a game so understandable yep um when you know three rotations in the front and then someone else comes in for three rotations in the front we probably carried what four middle hitters jenny yeah, yeah. But Emily was the other starter. Jenny, did you start as a freshman too? Yes. Wow, very cool. Cool and a little bit scary. Well, as a freshman, yeah, 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 yeah. You're starting as a very freshman, it, it, yeah, yeah. You're all of a sudden we in front were... of bigger crowds and yeah, yeah. Yeah, real scary. We were talking about it last night. Actually, my parents were here in Texas, and um, my mom was saying what a wreck I was my freshman year because I was calling her at night crying my eyes out because I was like, it was hard. I was trying to tell my daughters how hard it was. It's hard being an athlete. It's hard being a freshman that played, and sometimes your same classmates are not in the same track you are. Like, they're just enjoying being a college athlete that practices and um, I was like it was very very hard so my my mom said this story I don't Emily I don't know if you remembered or not but she says we did not even realize what was going on or how good your mom was because there was a conference tournament they went to a bunch of the games all kinds of games there was a conference tournament Dad was like, we don't even know why we didn't go, what we had going on. And there was a banquet beforehand for the conference, and they handed out awards. And I earned freshman of the year in the whole conference, and my parents were not even there because they didn't even realize that I was going to get that award or how good I was in the conference. And they're like, well, that was so stupid of us. What were we doing? And they've been, like, our senior years, I think they went to every game. So they were at a lot of things, but they were like, we didn't even realize that was really not good of us. So anyways, kind of funny. And Emily, of course, played as a freshman. So did your, did your, did your parents not travel as much for you with you that they did with, for like Emily or even later in your career? I remember them being at all kinds of stuff. But my sister was in high school volleyball at the time. So I'm sure there was some times when they couldn't come. But being Illinois State in the old conference, right, right. Um, there was closer games that they would 
travel to also. So I remember them being at 80% of them. Yeah. And I think it was their goal our, my senior year to come to all of them. So they were always there from what I remember. Yeah, they, they didn't miss a game our senior years. Wow. Wow, that is so cool. All right, Jenny, you're giving your sister direction. Did you ever make her cry or did you ever have to yell at her or anything like that? Or was she actually listening? Because younger sisters and younger brothers, <laughs> I have a younger brother, they don't listen. I think we were further, further enough apart in age that we were not in competition with each other. And I always wanted her to succeed. And um, as a middle, you kind of have a special place in your heart for other middles. Like it's a hard job. You have to jump all the time. You have to block every ball. Even when you don't get set, you have to jump and transition and be available for your setter. So I do remember in the back row, wanting to pass really well because that meant we could run a good offense and if we ran a good offense that was <laughs> running the middle or the middle being a decoy um, to create holes in the block for our outside and right side hitters so like I, I know I yelled a lot like passing a free ball go 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 like telling her to transition to go um, but I don't believe I made her cry I think it was stressful enough her playing in college and all that, that I didn't need to add on to that. I was just trying to help her because I knew how it felt, so. Your sister's giving you direction. Is there any time you wanted to just turn around and stick your tongue out at her? I mean, come on, I mean, I've got three kids. I know how my little brother is. I mean, nothing. I, I don't think so because I was like, I need all the help I can get. <laughs> I. I just felt like I, one year ago I was playing at Central Catholic in the pit and now I'm playing in front of, you know, we played Stanford after they won the national championship my freshman year. I'm playing in front of 5,000 people in Redbird Arena. Like I need every single pointer you can give me. I will take all the help you can give me. And I, you know, I think we started three freshmen, myself and two of my girlfriends. We had three freshmen on the floor at times. So I, we tell stories, but our head coach, Sharon, was like, stop playing like freshmen. She was telling <laughs> us that. We're like, we do not know what we're doing. We are trying our best. Hitting percentage. We were just talking off air, and you were talking about, do you know what your hitting percentage is? Obviously, you didn't. Your sister did, but you had no idea. Do you want to explain this? Yeah, we had a home tournament that we would host every fall, and uh, it was a day game, and... I don't know, it was probably between games two and three, and my Jenny was coaching at the time. She wasn't playing, and she's like, you're doing great. Do you know what you're hitting right now? And I said, no, I have no idea. And, you know, as a middle, our goal was to hit 350, kind of like a batting average. Yeah. Um, and she said, you're hitting over 800 right now. And I was like, oh, well, that's pretty good, I guess, isn't it? So we, uh, Jenny's Hall of Fame weekend, we had kind of gone over some stats and things like that because we never really – compared or talked about it a ton when we were playing and yeah I think I hit 875 on a match one time which is pretty fun so are Emily so are you and Jenny's numbers pretty close comparable or um, it... yeah you know like kills and hitting percentage in blocks I don't think that they're too far off Jenny would you say yeah I agree I think we're all so I'm gonna jump in together. here so Good. 
So with that being said, we want to make sure anybody who from who's on the Hall of Fame, make sure that Emily is now added to that. Oh, so, that. oh, yes, I'm going to make sure I know two of the voters. I am going to go corner them. I got in trouble <laughs> with the police the last home men's game. I can get in trouble again, right? I have no problem bullying people on your behalf. And so you need to be in the hall. Two sisters yeah, in the hall. So. We'll leave your two brothers out, right? And so, all right. So. Talk about hitting percentage. As a middle, yes. Over 300, 350 is good to hit. Um, outside hitters get the ball more. They get when Pat, the pass isn't great or when it's out of system, they're getting some ugly balls their way, and so their hitting percentage isn't high, but middles are typically getting the ball when the pass is good. And so um, it's expected that you have a little bit of a higher hitting percentage. but. You know, before I went to college, I had no knowledge of any of these stats or anything like that. Um, so it was a huge learning curve, what I should be hitting in a match and how many blocks I should be averaging and things like that. So um, it was kind of something fun to learn. But, you know, you were asking if we had compared during our careers, and we yeah. never really did. We didn't talk about past players and what they hit or how many kills they had on their career or anything like that. I... Um, I don't know if that's the difference between basketball and volleyball or men's and women's sports or things like that because nobody was really talking about personal stats in our right, games. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. And volleyball is kind of a different, such a different sport than basketball where, you know, is, you're not going to be able to run an offense unless you're passing and you can't have just one person killing the ball every time because then the other team knows it's going to them every single time. So it, right, we didn't right. really talk about stats a ton in comparison to other players. See, and we were always handed stats at the end of the game, right? So we knew when we're getting on the bus to make the trip to Tulsa, Wichita, you know, because you usually play two on the road, mm -hmm. we were handed the stats. So you knew what everybody did that night and, of course, coaches did too, and they reminded you of that. And so, Jenny talked about that. I think it was Jenny. We, you yes. were looking at the coach, so you got to tell that story. <laughs> we were playing it at Southern Illinois in their small little gym, and we should never have gone to five with them. Obviously, we want to beat them all the time, every time we play them, but for some reason, we just were a little bit off, and I was pretty fiery when I played and um, played with a lot of emotion, which is kind of weird because I'm pretty even keeled and that sort of thing. But I just got really mad and I could hear their coach kind of yapping, you know, is close quarters and things like that. So I just started demanding the ball, like set me this way, I'm gonna hit it this way. Set me a one this way, I'm gonna hit it this way. And I just remember bouncing balls and then would look over and kind of scream at the coach every time I got a kill and it was a very close intense match and I just remember being feeling that feeling of like I don't want to be stopped I can't be stopped let's finish this game and that was pretty fun for me so. <laughs> Emily you talked about the Stanford game even though it's a loss yeah, definitely a loss, but a really cool experience. The reason Stanford had come back, it was my freshman year, Jenny's fifth year, um, is because Bloomington native Agana Namani went and played at Stanford and went on to be, you know, 
national champions and on the Olympic team and things like that. And um, so they won the national championship the year prior and then came to Illinois State in <laughs> September to play us. <clears throat> and we set a record for attendance at Redbird Arena. The entire lower bowl was full. There was, what, over 5,000? What? I don't know how many people the lower yes. bowl holds, but um, a ton, a ton of people there. And it was a super fun game. And Agana actually played club with Jenny a little bit in high school. So we we knew the family a little bit, and they're the nicest people. So it was kind of fun to have them back. But I remember, like, blocking or trying to block a gunna and my setter and I are trying to block and our setter turns around and is like you guys where's the ball going and our defense is like it's going over you like she is jumping higher than you you're not going to touch the ball so they were kind of another level yeah. all right Jenny back to you rapid fire Long Beach you were talking about that game Long Beach State we had a tournament I think it was my sophomore year I um Again, I can't remember all these item particulars, but Misty May was the setter who ended up obviously winning Olympic medals in beach volleyball. They had won a lot of games. I think they had a record for wins at, it's called the beach. The court looks like it has sand on it. It was really cool, but their claim to fame there was if they beat a team in under one hour, then everybody in the stands would get free hot dogs. And it was our goal to lose in over an hour so that the fans could not get their free hot dogs and we accomplished that goal. <laughs> so we played we played them a little you know, tougher than most people and we felt good about that. I do remember um, being the middle, standing there, she's the setter. The ball's coming on my side of the net, but she's back row, so I don't want to jump with her, but she just reached over on my side of the net and set it a perfect ball to her outside, and I probably just stood there and couldn't believe that happened, but um, she was amazing, amazing to watch run the offense and a, a cool experience to go play with. Um, I th that Nowadays, they have these kind of athletes that but I think there was a 6-7 right side that we played against um, some very, very tall people wow. on that team. So, yeah, it was, it was a good experience. Made us better for the other games. So, And that was your freshman year? Well, I think it was my sophomore year. I remember my freshman sophomore. year we played right. in Colorado. And like Emily said, I didn't realize I was going to start. It was probably like, I felt like I needed more information. Like, am I starting? Am I not starting? Um, and standing there looking across the net saying, I just turned 18, like two weeks ago. My birthday was in August. I just turned 18. And these people over here are like 22, 23 yep. years old. Like, what am I doing? I'm so scared. So that was in Colorado. I'm pretty sure. But again, I'll have to, I should have studied more before I got on this podcast. So, um, there you go. You also talked about your freshman year going to play in the NCAA tournament. Yes, we um, were, had an at-large bid to go play in the NCAA tournament. And we played at Nebraska, which is very, very well known for their volleyball. Um, it was a smaller arena and they had sellouts all the time. Um, 
We didn't have to play them. We played somebody else, but um, just being in that gym, there's no empty seat anywhere. And the fan support that they got, similar to Illinois State, I felt like you know those fans knew volleyball, just like Illinois State fans knew how to cheer for volleyball. Um, that was a really cool experience at the end of my freshman year, yes. Uh, you got a chance to play for Julie Morgan, who is also in the hall, so hopefully, you know, Emily, you just pick up the pace and get in. Um, how was uh, playing for Julie? Um, Julie was very, very intense and serious, um, which is good for me. I, I like to, like, know where you stand, and um, she was very demanding. She um, asked a lot of us, and we tried to give her our best, and it wasn't always good enough. She had a very high standard. Um, <laughs> we were a really good team when she was our coach, so um, props to her. Um, the people around us, but it was hard. It was hard work and um, being a freshman. Um, and they had great history also leading up to my freshman year and Incredible uh, lots history. of good success yeah. and things like that. So I was just like, just tell me what to do. I'm going to step in line and follow her lead because she obviously knows what she's doing. So um, it was a good experience to be coached by such a knowledgeable person and at a really high level. So, all right, Jenny, second to last question. So, when you get the call for the Hall of Fame, did you know? Did anybody give you a heads up this was coming? Did you know you were on the ballot, or is it just a call that comes out of the blue? It was straight out of the blue. Um, we were. It was this summer. In the beginning of July, I was actually out of town with um, my family and my husband's family. We were um, at a lake, and I was helping him like park the boat, which is not a very fun job <laughs> with the boater. Um, my phone rings, and it says Illinois State or something like that, and I assumed it was in regards to my brother, Paul who was um, interested in an opening at Illinois State. And so I thought, well, this must be something about Paul. I'll answer it and see what they need. I got a, a second here until this my boater husband comes in. So um, I answer it <laughs> and it was Dr. Beggs um, saying, hi, Jenny, it's Dr. Beggs. This is my first phone call. And I wanted to let you know, I'm so excited to tell you that you're gonna be nominated or you're in the Hall of Fame. And I, what? Are you serious? What are you talking about? Like, complete shock. Not on the radar. No idea I was up for it. Any sort of thing like that. So I'm standing outside in 100 degrees sweating, like taking this phone call, not knowing what's going on. Um, super excited. Um, very humbled and honored, uh, shocked, surprised, but also wanted to share the news with my family. Um, told my husband, I have something to tell you once you get the boat tied down and parked. Like, I need your full attention for this, kind of a big deal. Um, then called my 
parents and got to tell them and then got to tell my, I think I had to wait to tell other people or maybe I can't remember how it all worked out. Got to tell my sister and my brothers and um, coming back to ISU was, um, it exceeded my expectations. The weekend was wonderful. Good. I was able to bring all three of my daughters and my husband back with us. He coached football at Illinois State, so he knew a lot of people and had a lot of good memories. We have a lot of good memories together, um, so it was great for both of us to reconnect with people um, and to celebrate my teammates and my parents and my sister and my brothers who were there through all of it with me. Um, so it was, it was wonderful, but I was completely shocked and taken aback by the whole thing. So that is an awesome honor. Well-deserved is, is awesome. All right. My daughter's a lawyer. So this is the closing. So Emily, you get to go first closing. Um, I, well, I absolutely loved my time at Illinois state. It was like some of the, the four best years of my life. My teammates and I joke, um, I met my husband there at the athletic study center and made some of my best friends that I'm still best friends with to this day. And um, the experience of being a student athlete is something I never took for granted and I still don't to this day because I think it's one of the coolest experience and it absolutely is like such a short period in your life, but I think it had a huge, huge impact on the person that I am today. And I learned so much from it. Um, hard work and dedication and time management and um, just working for something bigger than yourself. And so I have the most love and respect for my coaches and teammates and the, all the people that I met along the way at Illinois State. And so it's, it's seriously just nothing but love for me. And I, I feel very thankful and um, blessed that I got to be a part of it and then that I'm still in this community today. And so it's kind of fun to still support the Redbirds and, um, you know, our brother is working at ISU, so we still have ties there. And so that kind of makes it fun too. So, Jenny, you're closing. Well, it's hard to beat that. I would just like to say the same thing Emily said. I feel the same way. Um, it's a blessing to have been a college athlete at a great place like Illinois State. And um, the stars aligned for Emily and I to play together, which is an experience that we would have never had. And it was such a wonderful experience for both of us and our parents and family to witness that. Um, I loved um, my teammates and my coaches, especially Sharon Dingman. I have a great relationship with her and still get to touch base with her. Um, and even nowadays, um, teammates reaching out or reconnecting with people is um, such a neat part of life, you know, the older you get. So um, yep. thrilled to have been a Redbird and um, can't say enough good things about it. So awesome. Emily, Jenny, thank you so much for being on Bird Fans Forever. This is episode 52, and normally I have my engineer do this, but I'm going to do it. And there's the clapping. John, I can do this, and you can't. <laughs>